0: And we're back live in the studio. Second episode of the week
1: coming in hot to end the week. Pals brought in an old pal, one of our uh, one of the guys who goes way back in the day, kind of around the times when uh, mine and Rick's friendship started getting cultivated. I, I thought you were
0: going to say something about Jevon B. Kind of around back the in the B days. B
1: days. Yeah, yeah, those were early days. You know, when we started doing our thing, tearing up London promoting DJing all that stuff we had some good times yeah guys let's jump into it uh for those coming back the, tuning in again thank you you're the best we love you drop us a comment or dm uh and those those new guests uh welcome welcome to the podcast we hope you enjoy what we're delivering what we're putting out there my name is george busalis
0: and i'm ricky liordi and this episode we had our good pal andreas rizik in the studio uh, If you might have remembered him from his days As a DJ producer Kosella uh, Also remember him from back in the day in London We were all good friends Now he's working in the music industry on, With Ultra Publishing, Ultra Records Doing some amazing things
1: And working with so many cool and exciting artists So we had a good chat It was a lot of fun Andreas' career has come a long way From the days when I used to DJ with him um, He's doing some exciting stuff He has some crazy stories And uh the future looks very bright for him. So, Andreas, thanks again for joining us. It was great to catch up. It's been a while, buddy. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy this one. He had some really cool stories. I think I think so. this will appeal to a lot of people. I also want to just uh, quickly mention that if you like this podcast, if you're a supporter, if you're a new listener, we would be super grateful if you could leave us a, a comment, a five-star review, share it, share um, it. Anything. subscribe yeah subscribe definitely subscribe on youtube spotify uh apple music and apple Podcasts and google uh it would mean the world to us we thank you for your support and let's take pals to a million let's go baby we want to give a shout out to a uh a new sponsor and supporter of the pals podcast um just a terrific 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 company uh my pal what do you got your hand over there damn that sounds nice a few of these back yesterday I think oh yeah we were crushing a couple
0: of them we'd like to give a shout out and this is our new one of our new presenting sponsors Kingsville Brewery uh, we've been drinking the light a lager and it's refreshing light premium and it's a perfect drink to have with your pals on the cottage in the studio wherever you are it's all natural clean ingredients award-winning Canadian beer they're available at your local LCBO beer stores grocery stores and some of the best beer we've had and big shout out to them because they even gave us this nice red fridge you'll see in our studio uh on youtube so check them out at
1: www.kingsvillebrewery.com or on socials at kingsville brewery yeah love it that fridge is fantastic kingsville thank you so much guys it makes it very easy for me to grab a nice refreshing kingsville canadian beer uh literally right next to the couch so appreciate that and guys as someone who's not the biggest beer drinker i can tell you that uh these are honestly the beer is incredible Uh, we love partnering with people who we believe in their brand believe in their product and i can tell you kingsville makes a quality beer Uh, i really enjoy it like i said i had a few of them yesterday for st patty's so thanks kingsville we appreciate the partnership and uh yeah guys go check them out at lcbo and pick up uh a pack today
0: and yeah only 130 calories per pint
1: you know I could afford to lay off the calories too. So Heck thanks yeah. again, Kingsville. Appreciate that, uh, guys. I want to give another shout out to our uh, our baby, our 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 uh, project, our our new platform, Cast. Uh, for those who are not aware, Cast is a new social media platform, and it's the first social voting platform of its kind. We are on a mission to remove the friction to participate in online conversations, and what that means is we want to create a place for people that people to be honest, authentic, curious, genuine, um, and just be themselves online. Uh, you know, we want to remove that fear of judgment and reprisal. And create a, a curious community of people that can ask questions, give answers, have healthy discourse, and, and all of the important things in life that help stimulate conversation and, um, and communication. So right now we are in open beta. It's a super exciting time. We just launched the website, so you can now uh, download it from our website, from our social channels, wherever you need to get it. You can go to joincast.co or joincast.co on, on any social media platform and uh, and download the app today. We're out live on Android now and on iOS uh, and hopefully soon our, our, our full web platform will be up. But, yeah, get to, get to our website, www.joincast.co, to download today. We love you all. Thank you for the support so far.
0: And one last sponsor, last but not least, our good friends over at RFP Design. If you haven't been watching on YouTube, we actually have a brand new, sleek, sexy-looking new couch in the studio. It's become a staple of our studio now, and it's gorgeous. And it's from our good friends over at RFP Design. Reliable, innovative, skilled. This is your custom furniture experience transformed. They turn visions into requests, requests into reality. Uh, we've known Andrew Moretti and his team for many years now. and We finally got a chance to work with them. And the whole process was seamless. From designing the couch to picking the fabric to the delivery and installation, everything. It was just super easy and convenient. They made our, our job super Honestly, super easy. So if you're looking for any new furniture or looking for any custom projects, reach out to them at www.rfpdesign.com and let them know that the pals sent you. You won't get a discount, but just let them know we sent you anyways just for fun.
1: Hey, throw them a discount, Andrew. There we go. Come (laughs) on. For the pals. But Georgie. LFG, baby. Let's go. Oh, we're gonna crack up. oh cheers God, boys! I'll cheers you with the cheers it has it's
0: been a hot minute jordan how we doing over there cheers jordan we're good <laughs> we're rolling
2: Andreas,
1: oh, buddy okay.
2: How you doing? Good to have you on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I didn't think you guys would actually want to do it, but I like the talk, <laughs> so I appreciate man. it. Do you
0: know it's always. What do you recent. mean? It's yeah, always. out right. with our friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's think about how many minute. times you and George played back-to-back sets oh, in uh,
2: in London. Yeah, those were fun days. Yeah, back at like up on
1: carling and stuff.
2: Yeah, and cobra and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. You, that yeah, because like r-
1: cobra, you started playing a lot when like when I when we got cobra. you were yeah, playing a lot yeah. with me there. Yeah, I played every time. Yeah. Yeah, we I'm did, uh, teams, uh,
0: do you remember up on Carlene's uh, patio, their yeah, DJ the booth best. up top? That's probably one of the coolest patios that never really got utilized.
1: Yeah, it's a good spot. The thing is, too, when you DJ up there, like, nobody goes to the patio to, like, dance in it. They just go out to, like, have cigarettes. Yeah. So you'd play, and you look down, like, oh, no one's dancing in this music. And the
0: problem is, too, it's like that patio, September okay usually you have september which is the busy season but mm. by then the patio season's not as hot right and then in april it's exam season so nobody's really kind of going super hard mm. and in the summer london's not as busy so like jim bobs and and those places were busy but imagine if you had like an up on carleen patio like the heart of summer with students there
2: with no noise complaints yeah like thing. day
0: party yeah. or something
2: fucking like wild. yeah my friends like when we talk about like london like up on carling parties were always like the ones that people just like eyes went the different ways. <laughs> like your birthdays or Ollie's birthday, anybody's birthday, just like people's eyes just went the other way. Yeah. I was actually I was talking to Ollie the other day about this, and we were kind of with Oliver. Yeah. yeah,
0: Ollie, we got to get him uh, back on. I posted last time. I'm like, who do you guys want to see on? Ollie comments himself, and I'm like, I respect that man. Yeah. <laughs> version two, you're coming back. Well, he's yeah. like the first guy we had on like remote, I think. Second, yeah, Dylan came like first. a year ago. Literally a year ago, uh, probably around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did him early April.
1: Yeah. You were going to say some about Ali though. Can't it. remember.
2: How's, How's it, it been like starting a podcast and like the journey of it is quite fun. We watch. got lucky that we started before
0: COVID. Right. So well, we were ready. Yeah, kidding. we were set up. We were ready and we had a little bit of a falling because I feel like in the middle of COVID, everybody started a podcast. Right. Like in the last year, I think the number of podcasts
2: created has gone up like 500%. In the On last par year. with like people getting dogs? Yeah, probably. Honestly. I got a dog. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you just got, during COVID, you got a dog? In January, yeah. What kind of dog you He's a Kelpie Healer Mix. He's like an Australian cattle dog. Sick. Yeah. I didn't know. Is it was a big dog, small dog? He's like about 40 pounds. He's 20 by 20. So he's like up to like, I'm not very tall. So he's like just above my knees. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. How's that been? It's sick. It's yeah. fun. He's got heartworm, so it's like a whole thing, but oh. it's good. But we got We're a dog. We got engaged. We bought a oh, house. Ah, congrats. Oh, congrats. All during COVID. Congrats. Wow. You bought a house too? Yeah, We bought a townhouse, yeah. Nice. Congrats.
1: Congrats, 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 congrats. Shout
2: out Kia. Oh, no. I, I like Shout out. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. Good for you. Thank you. Where are you, you. living now? Uh, I live at Perth in Wallace, so like in the Junction Triangle, Okay. Yeah. and we just moved just north of that, uh, like em- Wallace Emerson, so like Dover Court in Lansdowne, oh, Davenport in yeah, yeah. Lansdowne. Yeah, yeah, I know that area. Yeah, it's nice that's a cool area i'm a real yes. person, a real person. <laughs> good man i love that a real boy <laughs> yeah. yeah that's awesome that. that's a lot yeah. of stuff let's uh
1: let's start yeah there's a lot of lot to unpack there and obviously it's been years right and yeah, it's yeah. been a
2: minute yeah it's been a hot um, year. yeah since like london and because you know i went to Fanshawe, when you guys went to western in london and all my friends were thing but i don't know most people knew that i was like in school for music not like all my friends were like mit at western right Me, yeah um but yeah, like from there, like it's been a quite a ride and a journey and London, I fucked up a lot, but ended up doing really well.
0: Well, yeah. you, you worked at Sony after I did, I think. Yeah. I interned. Yeah. got you know, me that yeah. internship we with did Danny that. Devlin. Yeah. Shout out Danny. I think he listened. You got to keep, keep the mic. Oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, keep it like, like, man. Got it. That's Just it. Smoking him in the face. So, um, yeah, I did that. And then I think you did it. And shout out Danny. Cause he's still, uh, pretty heavy in the game too. Mm-hmm. He's doing. I see him
2: all the time, and uh, every time we have a couple drinks together, it's always like ah, like kind of reminiscing as like he was my first kind of boss and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been a good long journey, and now I get to you know be the senior director of A and R for Ultra globally, which is really great. That's crazy. Get to work on awesome projects. It's fun. So how'd you get that? Uh, It's like
0: stepping stone one to the next to the next.
2: Yeah, kind of. So like out of school, I kind of got poached to go work at a company called SoCan which is like a rights organization. They pay songwriters and producers for their use and then I did that for three and a half years at a moment in time where company was like super corporate and I love how we're all crushing on this one. This fires me up. Um, I'm just going to hold it here. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah like they, you know, a corporate company that, you know, represents, you know, Canada songwriters right? So like I got brought in as like the creative kid and um At the time, like they're changing like, their membership department, and it was like right place. It was truly right place at the right time. So like I got hired as an intern for eight months, and like my boss who hired me, and then the guy who ran the department was just like, just relax, you know, just trust me. So like eight months, they like did a whole reshuffle of the department and became me and my boss started like this ANR department, which pretty much our mandate was like, um you know, everybody who's a songwriter in Canada joins SOCAN. It's like what you do to get your royalties, but you know, there's like this like missing piece of like uh, finding like signals within the noise and getting them signed up early before, you know, our American counterparts would uh, poach them. So like that was my job. And pretty much our job was to recruit and retain. And, you know, from there, you know, when I left, we had like brought back like all of the weekend's camp, all of Drake's camp. You know, I was able to get, you know, like Murda, Shadow Corey and Jesse and Daniel Caesar and all those guys like sign up to this platform, build like a great network and just being super tapped into what was going on. And um, Patrick Moxie, my boss, who's like the president and founder of Ultra, he would come to Canada because we have an office here like every year. And uh, he would just like kind of meet with me to be like, what's good, what's going on in Canada. And then like three year, three and a half years in, so September, August 2017, Awesome, who kind of runs the Canadian office, called me. He was like, hey, Patrick's looking to sign an A&R in publishing. Would this be something that you're interested in? And I was like, I'll like look around and see if I know anybody. And then, um, do you guys ever watch the Defiant ones? With oh, I Jimmy Iovine mean, and Dr. Dre. Was yeah. Like a four-part I was, Apple.
1: I started it. Didn't, didn't, it was amazing. Yeah.
2: So that had come out at the exact same time. And like, I watched it and I was like, fuck yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and I called him back on Tuesday. I was like, I'll take it. And that was like, yeah, three years, four years in September. So now you wow. work for Ultra Publishing? Yeah, so I do both. So I work on Ultra Publishing and Ultra Records, Okay, which is fun. So that's crazy. I get man. to work with like some of the best, you know, producers and songwriters on the publishing side who have, you know, had a lot of success and uh, on the record side. Um, I'm able to find songs and put songs together for the label from you know Steve Ioki and Ky- Kygo Kaigo to Carnage and everybody in between.
1: Who do you think's so, the most underrated person or underrated producer right now? Uh who Jordan, um, take some Dioro. These are our next Dioro?
2: Yeah, he's fucking incredible is he from, He's not from
1: Montreal I No, thinking, I'm Dioro so. is a Mexican-American
2: Didn't okay. he have that song uh, IR. Da, na, 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 na. He did that one Five More Hours That's Brand. it Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's we're it. working on like a full Latin album with him which is like one of my projects and we've done over a billion streams with him He's absolutely a incredible billy. Just like super talented He's also. so talented so creative like when David Waxman our GM signed him like that's why back in the day because like he's just so good I think he's like and like his like technical skill is fucking incredible. He's a good DJ too. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you find kind of on that note, like uh, you've come up obviously as a DJ, so you know how that world works and all yeah. that. Um, is it is it commonplace? Like are more the more of the producers coming up and these de- I guess DJs for the people that see them from like public facing, are they? For the most part, musically talented, or are they more so just they know how to technically work things and manipulate sounds and all that stuff? If that makes sense, I
2: think everybody's different. Um, I think you know, the ones who come who are DJs who have started producing know what works and what crowds like and what people like, and then the ones that come from more of a you know, player background and um you know like like a instrumentalist or musician they know how to like they're very good with like writing so melody and arrangements and stuff like that but sometimes those people just go so far left that it's just not going to connect on a dance floor mm-hmm. um and so like you know finding those like middle ground people are like is really exciting and then uh cool. yeah so like half of what i do is like dance music um and oh, okay i'll break up in third so third of what i do is dance music third of what i do i do a lot of rap Sweet. and i've had a lot of like fun success in rap music and then pop as well
0: what's your favorite kind of vertical to work on
2: uh they all are different like i signed a singer songwriter named Clinton kane last year last march and like he's something that like i would never well if you were to like look at my roster of like what i have like you wouldn't think that i would work on that because like i don't really listen to lyrics sometimes most work with producers but he's fucking incredible um, you know, I think some people know him from the Garrick's collab that he did, Drown. Um, oh, okay. and then like, we just did a single, he signed to Columbia and he's got a crazy story. He just did a single, uh, like maybe a month ago and we did like a hundred thousand pre-saves. It like exploded like a million, uh, million streams in one day, six million in four days. Like oh, he's incredible. So like. I Pals guess. are en route to those numbers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, he's like a really like interesting we got? vertical Sorry, for him to do. So uh, for me to work on. So uh, they all have like their like benefits.
1: So essentially, like from a broad perspective, not and not to like uh, diminish the different facets under uh, what you do, but from an sure. overall perspective, essentially, it's going to find new talent, find up and comers, or. Do you still like even try to bring people over from other labels that exist, or
2: yeah, that happens. Uh, I, again, I gotta remember too much on the record side, but yeah, people come out of deals, and it's all about relationships with like lawyers and managers and finding out when people's deals are done. And if you want to do it that way, if you really like somebody, you know, if we're bringing them from another label, it's usually like like they've grown, let's say, in uh, distributing independently. And then you know, at that point, they've grown to a great place where we're just like, okay, now we can take you to the next level because we got 15 different offices around the world now. So, wow, that's it to really you know um,
1: help somebody grow. Do you travel at all for? Or not, not yeah. So, so like
2: pre-COVID, like I was on the road. Um, I love how that. that's that is like a, a it's strict a time timeline. Thing, pre-COVID, now. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID, yeah,
0: post-COVID. Well, we're not at post-COVID yeah, yet, but, but eventually, hopefully,
2: yeah. Pre-COVID for you know the last okay, let's say January, March. I got home from L.A. in March. So from September or let's say December 2017 to March 2020, I was on the road two weeks of every month. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I got clients in Chicago, L.A., Atlanta, London. A lot of points six, on those. Eight. Yeah, yeah, it's some nice. Six, six. It, it's like the uh, one of, like in Miami as well. So it's like one of the perks of the job and especially where I am is I get to move around. It's fun that's oh, awesome no, of no, those yeah,
1: cities that, that you've like traveled to what's your favorite to go for for work purposes
2: uh <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. Mean, well they all really
1: work? Actually, do you consider it work with, with you? I feel
2: very privileged and honored to be able to like that's like work it's you know A&R is technically artists and repertoire but it's really like airplanes and restaurants that I guess yeah. that's a thing that's in the end like they called yeah. that never heard that before neither have I yeah it's fun right um <laughs> but uh i love fucking i fucking love can i swear yeah yeah yeah. okay i fucking love (laughs) at this point yeah yeah (laughs) i love amsterdam uh london's fucking awesome um i love how every guest asks if they can swear
1: yeah i don't know it's it's always after a couple swears yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. i swear now (laughs) yeah i
2: can't go back uh yeah amsterdam's awesome london's great la is la chicago's actually really fun i like went to chicago one day last year for all the palooza like in and out because i had an artist playing and I love Chicago. We did uh, uh,
0: pre-COVID. That was one of our last trips together. Me and that Georgie. was my last
2: trip. Yeah. What? Oh no, Chicago? LA was or Chicago.
0: We did Chicago, January 2020. Oh yeah, late Jan.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That was
1: for the yeah. like work kind of thing, yeah. whatever. Yeah, to,
2: like Chicago is fun because like I'm fortunate enough being able to go to Chicago in every season, so you can see oh, how much sick. it's different. Yeah. Chicago in like January, February fucking sucks. But like it's terrible August. It's so cold and windy, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but August and like September is wicked.
1: Yeah. One of my, probably one of my favorite cities, like in terms of like, like metropolitan cities, I guess, similar to like Toronto. Mm. It's probably the one city I would I would live in or that I enjoy the most. It's probably the one that I've visited the most. Like I've been there probably more than New York or any other big city. Uh, Move to New York tomorrow. We did Chicago. Oh yeah, really?
2: We
0: did Chicago twice last year. Yeah, with our mom. well, like,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, technically, about like a month apart. Yeah, oh, yes, six, yes. Two, yes. Months, two months apart or something. Yeah, we took our moms on, like, a. It was your mom's birthday. My mom's birthday, so yeah. We took our mom's on Mother's Chicago. Trip, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, cut the leafs and Blackhawks. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Leafs Fuck, That lost. feels like forever ago that we it's saw like, That's crazy. And then we saw, <laughs> then then we saw the next day? I st- We stayed different hotels. I stayed at the W, I think. Yeah, and nice. I stayed
0: at the Hilton across from, uh, what's the main park? Uh, uh, Grant Park. Yeah. That's where Lala is. Yeah, Lala. So I stayed right across from there. But we did, we saw. The Bears take on the Lions? Oh,
2: fun. Uh, yeah, I, I think I so. I can not remember. But yeah, we had yeah, a good we're the th- Lions
1: back-to-back I mean, weekend. Yeah, we
0: we had a nice little like mother-son trip and I've been doing it for 3 this is that was our 3rd year. We did shout didn't out do out it to moms. No, yeah, yeah, shout out to, to moms. moms. We actually <laughs> just planned this and it's <laughs> yeah. a little spoiler, but we have they oh. are probably our 7th or 8th most listened to episode yeah, still. Our, our mothers Day episode. Yeah. Let's go. We, we did, did it last, last
1: Mother's Day. At like early days. We didn't have a studio yet, nothing. Nothing.
0: And we didn't have YouTube yet, but it crushed. Like oh, everybody <laughs> listened to it. It's like <laughs> people so still message me saying that's their favorite episode. So we just lined this up uh, right before we recorded this. So Mother's we got the Day moms coming too. on. Uh be, be releasing, let's call it May 5th, just in time for Mother's Day. So stay tuned, moms.
1: Shout out to all the moms out there. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So I want to, about Lollapalooza. Oh, sure. Is that your first time you went or have you gone before? No, it
2: was my first Lollapalooza experience. How'd you like it?
1: It was cool. I... <clears throat>
2: i don't want this to sound weird but like i didn't get to i unfortunately didn't get to experience the festival yeah I just shot the performance working, and yeah. like took off no basically? we just hang out in the back I was Yeah, working right yeah, yeah you're yeah. working so i didn't get to experience it but it's fucking massive yeah i never i had no idea what i was walking into it is huge yeah it's sick yeah, i think so it's sick. one
1: i think it's one of my it's the first big festival i went to i think outside yeah probably outside the first of, big
2: one have you been to oshiega no that one's fun.
1: Yeah. We did uh, Il Sonique where it's, it's the same park, Jean Drapeau, whatever. Yeah, but O'Shea is, is yeah. like
2: our version of, you know, Lala or Coachella. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coachella. And it's so fun. When we did, uh, so I did Coach
0: I did Lala back in 2013 or something. Me, DB, uh, Moretti, and Phil So. You remember Phil So from Western too? Yeah, yeah, probably. So we did that and we had it planned out. We're like, okay, this stage for this person, this stage for this person, this. We had the whole thing planned out. The problem is. When you, when, until you're there, you don't realize that you can't just stage hop. No, because it's a good fifteen oh, won, yeah. minute walk from mm-hmm. stage to stage, and it's then like try
1: Central Park. Yeah, so yeah.
0: try doing that with friends is like borderline impossible because already can't walk after a couple beers. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, we all know how he gets. So yeah, right. it's like to try and coordinate that's a disaster. Right, but uh, yeah, we did that. Then I think the next year we went a big group of us.
1: Yeah, that was we the were, first time I went. That, yeah. Honestly, the, and then when I went, I was like, "This is." They made me. I'd been to Chicago before that, but the first time I went for Lala. And even experience a festival that big. Because then we did the Cubs game too. So right? much fun. Yeah, we did the Cubs game. Uh, but interesting story. So I went back to Lala. You didn't come with me. It was no. when I the start of my no, like world trip. trip. It was my first stop. So like I literally left Toronto, went to Chicago for Lala to kind of kick off this thing. That's a kickoff. Yeah. 2017. So this was like f- four years later from the first time. And I felt so old. And I remember watching little Yachty perform. So when we went the first time, we would see like we saw I remember seeing Grosso, like I, there's some big names, right? But even the little guys back then who were like the I little whatever. Like we would be in the crowd and it felt normal, a bunch of like young people. But then again, when I went back 2017 watching little Yachty performing like little Uzi. I'm, like, in the crowd, I'm, like, these, these are children. Like, what is going on here? They're, like, they're honestly, I've never seen a crowd go so crazy. People yeah, like throwing, yeah. like, beer cans in the air, going nuts. Rap
2: music goes nuts.
1: It's honest. But it just feels different the last few years of, like, the hype level, I guess. And maybe it's just of because... rap music yeah. or festival or live performance? I think
2: oh, seeing rap at, rap
1: at a festival. And maybe I just I haven't experienced it as much. Maybe you know better. But... Watching like look like them perform, I was like I don't know, like, I guess the SoundCloud rapper, if that makes sense. Yeah, it just felt different. Yeah, yeah.
0: One thing before you jump onto that, I remember uh, I did Oshiega, and uh, my favorite part about festivals is finding that one random tent or that one random artist when you just that like- just absolutely crushes. And yeah. Oshiega, I went for my buddy's bachelor party. His name's Daniel Calero, and I know Glenn and, and Gonzo might listen to this episode. I don't know, but we went and we found this uh, Perrier tent. I you know how Perrier sets up their nice yeah, sets yeah. with these random kind of like cool look DJs? So we went there and we were, you know, in no state to be at a music festival. But mm. we were there. We're having a good time. A couple pops. A couple Kingsville breweries. Beers. <laughs> Kingsville brewery <laughs> beers. <laughs> you just you Shout know. out the Kingsville. Yeah, we're the drinking country. it. Why aren't you? Yeah. 130,000. <laughs> so we went there. We found this little tent. Or I guess a little. I don't even know. It's not a tent. It was more like a bubble. Like a right. boxed off like greenhouse. Oh, Perrier Greenhouse. That's what yeah, it's called. yeah. So we went there, we found this tent, and we didn't leave it for five hours. Oh, wow. We missed everyone we planned to see because they had these sick DJs, just back-to-back groovy stuff. bar's and right there. Yeah, small, the bar's right there, real. and it's yeah, small. It. You're allowed to go on stage with the DJ and just what? chill. Yeah, Like me, me, Calero, and Gonzo have pictures with this DJ. We have no idea who he was. Probably not a big DJ at all. Probably just like some local Montreal guy. And like Calero's wearing, um, he had an apron on. But it was like when of was like Roman Coliseum ones with the little wee-wee. Of
3: course. yeah, so little we wee-wee.
0: A, <laughs> we have a picture of him with the DJ like in the little wee-wee. And it was just a disaster. But that's like my favorite part about music festivals. Right. Finding that one random DJ or that one random artist or that random tent. And remember, that, well, this wasn't a random tent, but at Coachella when we were in the Sahara tent and we spent like five hours in it. Mm-hmm. That True. wasn't random because they were all massive guests, but we didn't know the Sahara tent was that hype. crazy hype. Like that. Yeah, We were in there for literally five hours. Yeah. Uh, DMX came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I
2: find like the trick with festivals because like I go to South By every year for work and that's like fucking pandemonium and like the the the, the trick to festivals is like don't go, uh, if you're trying to like see a bunch of people and you want to be like I want to hit this and that, hit that. like you got to go in with the expectation is you're not going to see somebody set front to back and you're okay with missing their either the first three songs or the last three songs. Yep. Yeah. So that's it's always the trick. Yeah, it's
1: impossible to see everybody but that's one thing I actually miss. When I was done, like, I feel like Coach or Lala was the last one I went to. I was like, I don't want to go to a festival again. Like, I'm getting too old for this. I honestly, it's the I think about it a lot lately and how much I miss just being at like live performances, being at festivals. Yeah, and like yeah. this thing too, just roaming around a festival and just stumbling on someone you didn't know that you would like or find. Yeah, you hear that sick remix that you like? Or like, wow, what was that? Okay, I'm in. This dude is,
0: you know, Martin J. Smith X. I'm like, yeah, I'm so down, biggest fan. Let's go. You know, that's what I miss.
2: Yeah, I think like for me, the random thing was like maybe like Billie Eilish at Co- uh, South by a long time ago or like Jay's Jay's loves Billie Eilish. Love Billie Eilish. Yeah. You just look like you would like Billie Eilish,
0: <laughs> like the, the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, like I feel
2: like that's her vibe. You see that like her her dyeing her hair blonde is like what the eighth most liked post on Instagram. It beat it? It beat the, the egg? egg? Yeah. The Shut egg has 58 up. million. She got, got 7.8 million. 7.8 million but likes in under an hour. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think the egg has like 58 million. million. Jay, you look it check up? this. Shout out to oh. Cristiano Ronaldo, a number one uh, follow person on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah?
0: And he broke the record for most goals ever by a soccer player in league play or something. Yeah. 800. 80. Something like that. No, it's he beat Pelé's more, more record.
2: So the egg's yeah, still I'm number just, one? Let's go egg.
1: <laughs> 20 million likes are dyeing your hair blonde.
2: Do you think her phone just died instantly or she has a, a second phone? Or no, she line? has
0: it set up. The notifications are probably off. I mean, you're that famous.
2: But then how do you... Do you watch your documentary? No. It's really good. Is it? No. Yeah, uh, yeah, Netflix. It. Uh, Apple. Apple. Oh, so let me ask you, best um, music documentary? Uh, Defy Once, helped Me Got My Job, the... Um, BG1s is really good. Because there's so many that were released within the last year, right? Yeah, there's so many. Sean
0: Mendes did one. Uh, Beebs has two Notorious or three BHA just released one yeah they've got, got one
2: e one is good like if you've seen like every biggie one it's like the same thing just like new
1: footage but i don't think this one's a documentary isn't it more of like a store so i watched it recently i didn't finish it i don't know why it didn't resonate with me I didn't, it's, <laughs> it's
2: just because the story if you've watched other ones it's the same story just with like new footage yeah. that they probably finally got the license to use okay fair um best document music documentary i don't know i really like the bg's one that was good Do you know which one i thought was really good mm. uh um, yeah that was good like that was so sad, sad man. Like, well, you, like I'm you can sure you guys that have going like a lot of you know. You can know, see the pain that it. he goes he, through. Right, yeah. watching
0: that, you're like, "Holy crap, man! That guy clearly was not like into yeah. life at that point." Right, so yeah, It's crazy shit. And um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's whole stories. Um, on live music, George, you mentioned that like missing live music. You you guys probably both know I'm like the biggest concert nerd out there.
1: You <laughs> mm. don't say right. Yeah,
0: like I'm just waiting for just concerts just to get open. What are your thoughts on
2: like the live stream? Concerts. so
0: love them mm. love them the only thing i don't love is Sorry, that do you
1: love them for the uh like why yeah i'll give you why i
0: like and why what i don't like so cool. what i do love about them is that there's big production behind some of these mm. like you see kai goes for example mm-hmm. great show mm-hmm. but kai one where it's like okay it's at this time and i can't watch it at an hour later I, I want went to buy it it's like no you have to buy it when it came out or you're halfway through the set so like literally, I didn't watch it for three days. They didn't save it. Well, they did, That's but you had to watch it after, right. or if you bought it when that, it's like you can't just okay. You know what? I don't want to watch it at seven. I didn't get home till nine o'clock. day I want to watch at nine.
3: Oh, but you not do that.
0: Well, the way it was set up is that you had like you would have climbed. You would have entered at wherever the concert was at that time. Oh, yeah. Well, you couldn't like backdate
2: like watch from the start catch up to live
0: yeah well I think that's how it worked I don't know and then even the fact that it wasn't readily accessible on my TV it's like you have to go on the web browser and click the link and this and that because I think Beebs had one or Sean Mendes one of those guys had one similar situation like that the Bieber one on New Year's yeah yeah Bieber on New Year's like we uh-huh. tried to buy it at George's condo we were at George's parents house that's where we had a little get together we tried to watch it and we couldn't watch it hmm So that's the annoying part. I do love that it's live and, you know, it's good production. It's not just them sitting in their backyard doing, you know, a crappy little set. Like, no, it's good production. It's good quality. Yeah, if they do it right. Yeah, and I love it. even these tiny, um, tiny house. Have you heard about NRP Productions? Tiny Desk. NPR. Not, uh, NPR. There yeah, we go.
2: They, I've been watching forever. They're the best. So I just found What's out that? about these literally last night. Oh, my God. Have fun. Go on, you go on a rabbit hole. I, so I spent five hours watching this. One of my producers, Zaytoven, he like invented trap music with Gucci. And they, this is a Gucci main NPR with Gucci like doing his thing and Zay playing keys and it's fucking hilarious.
0: The Dua Lipa, one? I haven't watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you threw <laughs> that. out.
1: like he would. Exp- I'm <laughs> not saying that you don't. You probably listen to everything, but well, he said how fun. He knows what Tiny Dusk is, right? I know, oh, well, I know, but that like that I've watched the ones, ones that you- are like about rap and you just this Have you seen Dua Lipa? <laughs> <laughs> so
2: we just did a black coffee one that was just really good. Oh, he's uh, sick. A- so
0: I- I'd never heard of these, and I- I'm like. Whenever I get home now, the first thing I do is I put on a random concert. Lately, I've been on Post Malone and I watch like Gov Ball or like the Bud Light. series. He's really series good. At he's,
1: he's so amazing. talented. I I two years him.
2: ago, like I followed him around the world just by chance. Like I was in Atlanta and then his like Twenty One Savage and um, Post tour was there, so we saw him. And then I saw him in London at Wireless because I was there with Party. And then where else did I see him? I saw him four times in one year the same set, just random. He's unbelievable. He tours like, like a motherfucker. You can appreciate Crazy. how much he loves what he does,
0: and he loves being famous, and he loves his fans, and he just loves everything he's doing.
2: He's also like super young. You would never expect. I think he's like twenty five, isn't he? I can't really? like. Yeah. yeah, some people I don't, just, I don't understand how. So young. The best, you
1: know, you just moved to Utah. Oh yeah. He's talking about it on Joe Rogan. He bought a, like, I guess before the pandemic, he just wanted to get out of like major cities and he bought a house. He lives in Utah full time. I love that. 100%. 25, 25. Right? Yeah. So He's I, super talented. He's someone like, I would love to sit down with that guy to talk to him. He didn't want to be
3: famous either. His friend released
0: a song on SoundCloud. 100%. Yeah. No, but he was really? releasing stuff before that too, though. If you ever heard his first, like his original music, it, it's hilarious. Oh, hala- that's that, the thing that I released hilarious. recently. It's hilarious like now. Yeah It's Bad. it's very funny But um, Yeah so There's I got so watch A lot number. of concerts at home now And mm-hmm. I just found out I was hanging out With a friend yesterday And she showed me These tiny desk series Oh I'm gonna send you some And it's 15-20 minutes And I'm They're so it's good I watched actually, about 10 of them It's at the last NPR night. office too Yeah I did, uh, So I did Dua Lipa last night I did, exam, night. I did um, Adele Adele's one of the best concerts I've ever been to Actually not one of them. It is the best concert I've Probably. ever been to I uh, know I did Adele I did Post Malone did one Mm-hmm. Not, I did about 10. I did Beebs. Yeah,
2: I did it's, about 10. Of a it's, it, it's like one of those like check checks. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> Rick's, guys, honestly, I wanted to say this Rick is basic. When it comes oh. to music. When it comes to music. <laughs> I
0: like the musical taste ba- of like a 15 year old girl. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah. But you I know did. what? Hey, it makes you happy. It's all about it. Kaigo,
0: Post Malone. So let's pivot a little bit. I did, it just reminded me what I want to talk about. Uh, mm. No,
1: it actually, it didn't remind me. Oh, sorry. What I got. So kind of in that same Johnny thing. Orlando. I don't listen to a lot of Share live it. shows like just to sit at home, but one thing I did get into as a result of COVID uh, is Circle. You know what Circle is? C E R C L E C E R C L E. Circle. Yeah. Okay. Sick. What is it? I honestly blow, it's going to blow your mind. Okay. It's uh so what it was, I guess before or what it still is, but it basically used to be these like uh, it's a company that throws events, but they throw them in random places that are like his- have some kind of historical significance. So like
2: boiler room, but a bit more sophisticated. Y- and- yeah, yeah that's, Weird. that's the way to put
1: it. So it's like they like they started in France, I think, and they would do them like in like these big, you know, uh, train stations and stuff. Sure. They recently did one with uh, Sebastian Leger at the Pyramids of Giza. So, okay. like, he plays a set f- in front of the pyramids. They used to be parties you can attend. So like they would throw it at the pyramids, and you could buy tickets and party in front of the pyramids. Yes, yeah, so it's like N- boiler room. Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. So they, uh, anyways, I've been listening to a lot of those, and it's put me on some DJ's that I never thought I would have liked or listened to. Like who? Um, the Zoo one's really cool. Probably. Yeah, It's, the- it's probably zoo. zoo. I think. I say Zoo. Zoo. Maybe I say it's. things wrong all the time. So but I don't know. that's sure. all yeah. sure. so Japanese. He plays in the Japanese Alps on like a house, and this is like pre-pandemic, was so like an actual party. It's sick. Um, I, one Boris, Bre- uh, Boris Brescia. Yeah, he's one of our artists. He's sick. Yo, he, oh yeah. He. I didn't. I thought this stuff was like that kind of music was too for me back in the day. Crazy. I heard him play a set. I'm like, this guy is. Sick. He's got crazy. I'm not a big fan of the music. Well, I'm a fan of the
2: music. I just not something I listen to all the time. Yeah. He's got crazy fans. Yeah. Oh and yeah. That fucking mask is. Well, terrible. Like,
1: it seems like very like East European oh, type super. vibe. So like I have listened to a set and I liked it, but I was like, this seems like very like crazy heavy. Uh, I may- saw. Sorry, go ahead. No,
2: I was I may have gone to one of their events in, in Amsterdam because I went and saw Peggy Goo. It was like seven in the morning. I just got dragged there and it was in this like yeah, crazy. I got dragged there, eh? Yeah. Peggy Goo <laughs> Peggy is sick. She's sick. Good. sick. Uh, it was at some crazy event. Showed, yeah. There
1: was like only 100 of us there. Probably. That yeah. may have been something like that during ADE. That and Solomon as well is one that yeah. I've listened to like religiously now.
0: What's uh, What's the coolest event you've ever attended? Like cool uh, by, I don't know obviously that's subjective, but in your opinion, what's the coolest event you've ever attended? Uh,
2: coolest event? Uh, yeah, subjective. I don't know.
0: Like, for example, mine is probably, hmm. we did a, me and George, I, I took George to a Kygo event at uh, Union. It was like Samsung sponsored,
3: So it's like, Galaxy launch you know, there's
0: 400 people in Union, which the capacity is like a thousand, but because of all their like caterers and whatever, there's like literally 400 people and Kai go, This is when he was already massive. Mm-hmm. That was a
1: cool Crazy one. Crazy to think what people got paid for that. Like,
0: like you got me at fifty k for 40 have, people. Yeah, I don't really people. have a favorite. You I don't know. know, one that like really stands out. You're like, that's.
2: I'm gonna tell my kids about that one. My memory is not very good right now. <laughs> I've been noticing that more and more during COVID that I don't have the best memory. My my t- sense and, of but time. But sometimes, is gone. like, it's so sharp and good. Like, ask me anything about work. Like, where something is. I'll tell you right now, like where if where the agreement is, what mix we're on, do we need this or that? whose place beats with what people? What beats are held with this person? But tell me, like one of these things.
1: Come on, gone.
0: Man. Yeah, I don't know, George. What about you? What's the coolest event you've ever attended? Music event.
1: I don't know. I don't, I'm very cool. Uh, um, music event. Oh, wow. Bud Light, the, um, Digital Dreams. g Cosella, cool Cobra London. Let's go. <laughs> Honestly, maybe Sunry, James Ryan, Marciano, Cobra London. That was cool. I didn't know about them until now. I, I knew a bit about them, and I watched them play that day, and they were just really cool guys. I mean, to like, stuff. good,
2: like, cool, like, cor- okay. One of the cool thing was, like, South By two years ago, we did this, like, crazy Uber Eats thing. Um, it was, like, a really private uh uber Eats activation and i went with our head of digital that was fun and there was like these like crazy chefs and like um what's his name david Choi chow what's his name david chang no uh is he the one who mama fuko no N- okay was it him the guy i'm thinking of is on joe rogan all the time he made a shitload of money for vice he painted all the facebook offices he's also a chef
1: Oh no, someone different. He's the guy who got paid like uh, in shares to paint Facebook's office to convert it to $200 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He
2: like did this whole thing and um, I don't know he's a chef. I knew he was an artist. I don't know, but maybe he was hosting it and Action Bronson was there and it was like really cool. That was fun. I've been to like at, it's all South by. cuz they have a lot of these corporate events like, you know, maybe 50 people watching that camera on play for That's it. He like hosted this Uber Eats thing. Um like ADE, like big warehouse parties and, you know, with our artists playing it, with like with Solardo, So you get to see it from a new light. It's fun. We saw, I think, Solardo. They're uh, awesome. In Ibiza. Probably. at uh, Ushuaia?
1: No. They um, had a three-way
2: residency with Fisher and uh, Camelfat. So
1: then we, yeah, so we would have seen who, who the next stuff. We saw Fisher and Camelfat. We saw them that's play. That's the same party. But but not at Ushuaia, but it was at Space. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think you played Space after. It was the one yeah. across no, the no, high, high. But Which th- isn't space it, uh, yeah. uh, isn't High Ushuaia? They're no, across, street across from street. each other. They're connected. It might, it might that, be the that's same. That's it. That's the oh, same you thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Like, <laughs> oh, one of my God. partners.
2: It's... Do you know? No Atilio? Remember him
1: from Toronto? Sounds familiar.
2: Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He lives. Buzz in, bus Buzz yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. He lives in. Um, he lives in Ibiza. Yeah, yeah. And I have a client. I signed Lee Foss, so he lives there. So, and some other things. So I know if I go to Ibiza, I'll be taken care of. That'd be sick. Yeah, fucking bad We went. It's fun.
1: Three years. Two or three years in a row. Oh, yeah, Kia went with you guys too. Yeah, Kia wow. Kia. So we he's, went a couple of times. I've never
2: I, seen him work so hard after to pay off the credit card. We we had a
0: we had a good time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. We had a crazy time on that trip. I wanted to ask about yeah, no, it Ibiza's a good time. Um Ibiza for me and was Like Black Coffee plays Mikanos a lot. I saw him yeah, once yeah. there. He's actually he's someone I've probably not seen enough. I've seen him like a little bit. He's Have you,
2: do you never notice he DJs with one, one hand? One He got like a. He got hit by a car accident.
1: Oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. I always see him with his hands in his pocket, and never. It doesn't told really me, work. Yeah, someone told me, but I just see that he keeps it. Which is interesting that he keeps it down. It doesn't like. I don't yeah. know. He's never. Pulls his nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. think
0: it's like a one uh, one cool party I wish I could attend was like when Cafe Mambo and Ibiza does those like sick parties. Yeah, like Steve like Angelo plays like a sunset set yeah. there. That'd be sick. They, I think they still show up sometime from time to time, yeah, but like, like Diplo was there. One of the times we were there, Diplo was there a
1: couple days before yeah. or
0: something. Imagine watching Kaigo play a sunset set at Cafe Mambo.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Rick is followed. Yeah, speaking of you follow Post Malone around the world, Ricky follows Kaigo around the I world. I know,
2: like I wouldn't go see that one right <laughs> away, but I could I could appreciate yeah, it. Oh, yeah. How many times uh, have you seen Kaigo?
0: Uh, probably a lot we saw, Okay so That one trip We saw him twice We saw there him you in And we saw him in Ibiza yeah, yeah The same trip Yeah same trip That was That was, that was okay. I'm just gonna start Leaking you songs And then just That's blow your it. mind Oh I probably get them too man I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in those like Kygo fan groups On oh, Facebook yeah. and shit no. Not oh, actually fuck. But fuck You never know Um, What I, Fuck I had a good Good question mm-hmm. Here's one This is a little off topic So unless you're still on time. I wanna
1: well, I wanna ask South by Southwest I, okay. Cause I've never been It's fun uh, Obviously you feel like You've been quite a bit Yeah Um Is it is it very different than a typical festival?
2: Yeah, it's like a conference festival. Okay, the music aspect of it. Like, have you been to Austin before? No, I've been to Dallas. uh, Dallas, not Austin. Austin's awesome, and it's like, um, like where the festival is. People, you guys would fucking love it. It's like, imagine like, for people watching in Toronto. Imagine it's you have like Bathurst to University, Queen to in between dundas and queen so like a small area and there's like every single place has sh- music going and like every corporate sponsorship has these really sick activations like um that going on with like every show like you could see like cameron and then billy eilish and then amine all in one bill and it's like that for like a week of straight and then like you know, during the day, there's a lot of like, for the work stuff, there's a lot of parties and like, you know, open bars and free food. Um, heck yeah. Yeah. So you can like, there used to be a thing. Maybe it still is. And hopefully one day it will be like, if you did like SX hashtag SX uh, drink and SX food, people on Twitter would like show all the open bar and free food places. So you could go to South by and not pay anything. R- they really yeah sign me up yeah but like a that pa- like, pit we going a pass to go in to shows um can cost like 1200 dollars. and then like if you don't have like a pass pass thing like an industry pass like you're gonna wait for like an hour to get into some shows wow unless you're with like somebody who knows somebody who just come scoop you <laughs> yeah and then there's like a canadian i think he used to play for the jays he owns like a castle there in south by uh, in Austin, it looks like a castle, and it's like this like Canadian music uh, kind of thing. And like at the end of every night, you, people like go after party at the castle. And he's not even there, but he like stalks the house and stalks the beer. Shut up. And um, do you it, know which player it is by any chance? I don't. I, I was so. I don't know. I've I've been a couple of <laughs> times and I don't remember leaving. There's
0: a north by northeast too, isn't there? Yeah. But it's like
1: another. <laughs> do you want another? Uh, yeah. Sure.
2: These are fantastic, Kingsville.
1: Another Kingsville. crack couple.
2: T- couple uh, brews. brews. Oh, um, yeah, I've been in some really like awkward and weird recording sessions that I should not be in and like find myself in like a sit- recording session with like Young Thug and a bunch of people and be like, I should not be here right now. Or like I play a lot of FIFA. You know, a lot of what I do is like setting up sessions. And, you know, I work with like, let's say, a lot of rap and like a lot of the – some of the biggest rap songs like – i've replaced or one of my producers have done it so it's like led me into very interesting places that you would not expect me to be in (laughs) Uh like strip club is in atlanta sorry caroline (laughs) and like um just like weird recording studios and we did a session with uh, a rapper from new york who's well known and i'd like the producers in i usually set it up i'll pay for the studio you know break the ice buy jameson for them and for myself and then like or whatever they want and then leave. I, I'm not the type of person to just be in there. And like this one session, it was like from 7 p.m. to like 6 in the morning. And I played the whole, like both security guards and like three of the homies, like all night. We just played FIFA against them. And Come just on. like me and like very big dudes, right? Yeah, African-American yeah. men just like just yelling at them. And they're homies now. You'd Come never on. expect me. Yeah, That's crazy. That. Yeah, it's really funny. And like things will tell you offline too. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what you think. And am trying to, you know, level that up every time. So.
1: What's your yeah, favorite yeah. part about the, like the already, their favorite part entirely about the job? Like what, uh, if there's only one thing you could do within your job for the rest of time. I'd love talking to put. create. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Create, like talking to creatives, sorry, talking to creatives
2: and like, you know, listening to songs. And I like the hustle of like placing records for people and like, you know, setting up sessions and pitching records and trying to make plays. The signing hustle is a lot of fun and I'm good at it. Well, I think I'm okay at it. And like closing, um, stuff Can you know Sometimes you get too Emotionally invested And it fucking sucks When you lose a deal And shit like that um, Well how does it work I enjoy Sorry. it like, I, I don't
0: How does it really work Are you allowed to tell us that Like what do you mean So You're from the publishing side You you meet an artist Jeevan B Hot new DJ on the block He's got a track Who that knows, He thinks is sick right, now. right he thinks it's sick So you find him You know Crazy Reddit Twitter feed Sure Jeevan you know, yeah, yeah. B is the new thing So you approach him Say hey you know, I know you got this new track. I want to sign you to three tracks or I want to sign this one track. Uh, I yeah, want a yeah. whole
2: album. How does it work? Yeah. You kind of, you, um, on the record side of things, like when I put my record man hat on, that's what you look at. Like if I'm going to sign somebody to an artist deal, I, g- I look at the artist proposition. Like what is like the artist proposition with this person? Like, you know, if they have a really great record, I <laughs> always, if, if it's like a really hot one record and this is an issue with TikTok and music now that I have is like, I would like to see like what else like show me your other music. You know, this record could be great, but like just all your other records fucking suck. And you hit like lightning in a bottle. And like, that's like, I don't want to play the single song game in which I don't play. Like I don't chase TikTok records. I think I've signed one. It did pretty fun. It did well, but like, just like not my thing because if I'm going to sign an artist, which is rare because mostly sign songwriters and producers, like, you know, the artist proposition is there. Somebody that like I cannot stop los-
1: listening to their music so do you think this like rise of uh like TikTok type music social media type stuff Sound do clouding. you think it's going to create m- uh, a bigger pool of artists or will it create more one-hit wonders
2: oh, it's creating one-hit wonders well, for question. sure it's creating a lot of one-hit wonders and it's like i hate it for the for the for the music aspect it's great for marketing but people just think that like oh this is a great TikTok song it's like it doesn't. It, you have no fucking idea what's gonna work and what's not gonna work. You know what I mean mm-hmm. on the music side of things, and it creates a lot of what hit wonders. Like, can you name me? You can probably name me a song from you heard from TikTok, but you can't name me an artist, like their second single after TikTok. Isn't Doja Cat one
1: of those TikTok people? But
2: she's been grinding forever. Oh, I don't. I don't know anything. Yeah, I just yeah, know yeah. that she. I don't like, have
1: TikTok, so I don't know many to begin she with. She
0: was right. one of those like first big TikTok. Yeah but she's been grinding forever. Yeah, she, okay. I yeah, I know
1: that name. That yeah,
0: she has that big song and then Megan the Stallion or Cardi B did a remix to it or Nicki yeah. Men- one of those she's She'll great.
2: Be. But you know, she was being developed by Dr. Luke forever. Dr. Luke is a producer for Katy Perry and as shitty as he is, um he did some funny stuff with Kesha and whatever. So like yeah. but you know, she he's been developing her for a, a long time. So I think she's awesome and she's good. Say so I think is the record you're thinking of. Yeah, that's say so Yeah, she incredible. just has a new record with Sweetie called um Best Friend or whatever. And she
0: did a song with Beyonce recently or Megan the Stallion though, Savage. Megan the Stallion?
1: Where did Megan the, the Stallion come from? Cause Houston, I baby. Houston, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean like before the song WAP, I had never heard of this person.
0: No, she's been around for yeah. a little bit. She's bumb- should, bumbling, yeah.
1: Okay. I had no idea. I just I heard the song's like, oh well, I don't know who But She had she a from. hit, right? Yeah. That's what you hear from people. <laughs>
0: Well, there's G- been a rise of female rappers lately, too. Like, yeah, it's definitely, back the, day, it's it was definitely
2: like, the thing right now, which like is great. Even Lil' Kim, that was it back in the day. Well, yeah, Missy and stuff. Yeah, like Missy Elliott. Now there's you know, numerous. Yeah, there's a lot that's coming, which is great. And
1: They all kind of do their same thing. Do you think the artist's life cycle now is getting is getting shorter as a yeah, result? Yeah, because of... of- in Inst- fire today those are good ones Thanks, yeah man. it's
2: because it was like instant i hope we can go longer than an hour because we're just yeah, we getting can. into yeah, it yeah. yeah yeah, of course um but like it's because like the instant like um like jump of like tiktok like i i think if if you want to hit record what's better is to slowly climb than peak really mm-hmm. fast because if you peak really fast your come down is going to be even harder right but if you slowly grow and grow your base is getting massive Mm -hmm. as you grow to this huge peak so it's so much bigger than it is building more like oil that's why um was it doja cat maybe it was doja cat like the lot the before say so or was it say so (laughs) sorry the hit either before say so that was a two-year build Right? Which is makes it which is what you want. Generates a lot of fucking money and it's like, you know, you're building this huge base. Like look at the weekend's album rollout. It's still he's his rollout is still going and that's so sick to watch. Well even his
1: new album now. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Well even
0: Bieber's album, think about that's a good year long, Justice. Yeah. uh yeah yeah but he also had
2: changes before yeah i'm excited for like the new iteration of bieber and he's in a better place in his world in his mind and you know he's finally doing music right what do you think about this album i haven't really tuned into it i've listened to like some things that like friends are a part of um but um i haven't really it's not like the first thing i listened to yeah. Yeah. let
0: me ask you what do you think about jason derulo and his kind of marketing plan on tiktok, TikTok baby
2: so he's someone
0: from the dead he's someone that if you have Jason jason had a bunch of big hits started no no, no no go ahead he had a bunch of big hits you know a couple of years ago but he's been relatively quiet mm. tick the rise of tiktok came now he he's spent massive. all this money into marketing himself on tiktok and then created songs for tiktok that ended up you know climbing the charts and to be honest his latest song i can't remember what it's called but i thought it was Terrible Oh yeah, that one
1: I Remember I showed it to you I And you are like There's no that, way This is on the Billboard Top 10 I was like I, I think it's number one on that. Sounds this. like a little Like a like, a, like a Flintstones Disney song yeah. Like a,
2: whatever Savage Love Yeah, that yeah. Na, na, na. But he's a feature on
1: that song na, 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 na. Oh
2: okay na, na, na. Yeah yeah like, That guy was like a Polynesian artist Josh is 685 um, That's his name Josh is six 685 Yeah He's like a, this Polynesian guy Okay um, Did a lot of business Jason rule is the Is the artist that everybody knows his songs But nobody gives a fuck about Think about it. Jason real probably could, would maybe could sell the mod club here,
1: Opera House. But I don't know. That song. song he's just like one of those guys who feel like took her her could. people go uh, just before to see TikTok. Yeah. Even that song. Him. So remember that summer 2015, there was the one song he released. Girl, you're the one. Uh, he just has hits, him. but he's not like an artist. <laughs> that song, we listened to it the entire uh, summer. <laughs> I would not pay a dime to see him play live. Yeah, see? No, I wouldn't. That's what I mean. It's like Flowrider, too. He's got massive hits, but nobody's going to. Florida? Oh. Oh. I no. Was
2: it at Canada's, Canada's Wonderland?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect! <That> <laughs> the disrespect! Canada's Wonderland amphitheater. Yeah, you know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. And everyone though. just pass by on the way to the rides, like, yeah. "Oh, cool, he's here." I, he's remember. Yeah. I remember
0: one day he's there was a
1: mind buster for the yeah. tenth time. Rather yeah. than yeah. See this,
0: I remember one time I was Sorry. probably about 20, and I was coming. <laughs> I came home from Western.
1: He's I, so good, <laughs> Jordan. He's not good.
0: His hits are good. You like
1: the hits? We're just not sorry, like where did you him. We're just gonna play.
0: Do you know who but, he's like? Ready, guys? He's like Pitbull,
1: bro. Pitbull sells out arenas. I yeah,
0: think. but it's crazy. You know, I would, it a three hundred five.
1: I would argue Pitbull's bigger than Flow I saw them. Both and- <laughs> I'm not surprised anymore.
2: Was <laughs> that, that was at definitely at Z103. Yeah, I mean, um, at Canada's Wonderland. Um, I,
0: yeah, Canada's Wonderland. I remember I was it's walking by one day. I was, I was about 20, and I came back from Western, and I, uh, so we, we got there early. So it was like the first day that they opened up on a Monday. So it's like, May, it's dead. And I remember walking. There's like, I don't know, probably like 1,000 people crowd around the little amphitheater there. I'm like, what the hell is going on? They named some random artists, never even heard about it. And I walk by, I go to a ride, I walk back, another thousand people just waiting to see. And I think they just cycle people in and out of that little amphitheater. I was like, man, this is crazy. Same people go in and watch it because he'll do like four or five shows in a day there. Pippo? Well, maybe not Pippo, but whoever this artist <laughs> was, yeah, they yeah. perform it three or four times, right? right.
1: That's I funny. Know, I don't know if you remember, I think Nicole uh, Grittani once told us she either did backup dance or something for Lady Gaga and she performed at like Canada's Wonderland way back in the day. Sick. Way That's back awesome, in the man. day. Shout out Lady Gaga. She's fucking sick. Yeah. Super talented. Um, Another thing I wanted to ask too, just kind of on that theme of like the one hit wonders, rise and all that sure. stuff. Do you think with like how social media is kind of empowering more people to kind of build their following, do you think it's taking away, or do you think it's giving the artists more control like taking some back from like labels, let's say? I guess maybe like in a negotiating power perspective or is it kind of the same as that hasn't impacted yeah too much? the labels
2: don't really own maybe the may i don't work in a major label system
1: but they don't own their social media they may ask for help um i mean you know i mean in terms of like sorry. if i'm an artist i'm in, like i'm a I got big on tiktok but i have a bit of stuff in the background bubbling that i might have some talent and i want to you know get a deal with a record label back in the day if i didn't ha- if i had let's say 10 million followers today. Back in the day, there's no social media. Do you think that plays in a factor, oh. giving them power? Like,
2: oh yeah, like it's a negotiating. The yeah, that's yeah what they I have mean. leverage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they have a platform they can leverage. They don't need that built, right? Okay. You're not
1: starting at zero. So it's empowering more people to kind of, or more.
2: Well, yeah, it's like another tool that they need to build and something they need to focus on. Like again, with like back to Clinton Kane, like I've watched him grow and his team has grown his TikTok. Like when we started was like here, I'll show you him when. Um, you guys don't know the Martin Garrix record, Drown? I feel like it's like very up your alley. I
1: think if I hear it, I'll know it. Okay. Do you know actually the record I'm Martin talking Garrix about? actually watched Martin Garrix play a year ago when he was playing in the channels. Uh, he did a set from a boat in the channels of uh, Amsterdam. Which
2: oh, is that's pretty, cool.
1: Which is pretty cool. People just following along in the boats. It's like almost probably a year ago. So April of last year.
2: When I, we start, I started working with Clinton. Oh, I can't play this. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, can you guys play music on there? Or you guys get pulled for Continent ID? Oh, uh, uh, on YouTube
1: probably. Who knows? Yeah. So like this was January,
2: February, March, April. Well, technically
1: he works for the publishing doesn't matter. You have to go through get the rights and all yeah, that stuff yeah. and it's a process. It's okay.
2: So it was January March April thirteenth. And he, I think he had like two thousand. Um and now he's at six hundred and sixty four thousand, twelve million likes, and he averages between, you know, two hundred to a million and a half. And it's the same thing every time.
1: Sorry, he went from 2,000 to 600,000 yeah. followers. Yep. And it's just the same shit every day.
2: He just consistency. And this
1: is on Instagram or TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. It's just wow. can
2: TikTok. What I don't know shit about TikTok, but like... <laughs> <laughs> what I find is like he found his niche. Is it niche or niche? Niche. I to you I say either.
1: I, I think I, it's niche. I, but I was on I, a Zoom
2: pitch call the whole time of the, on Friday. I was saying niche. I
1: think mean, you say whatever. you'll know, say whatever you want, man. All right, fuck I it. actually hear people say both. I okay, say so TikTok.
2: his niche like his niche is like on he found his niche on TikTok which is like singing and reacting to his songs and he's got a fantastic voice and it that's what works and people want to see that it's really good that's you should so check him out i will so, show I, have a, I have a he's i have a
1: theory about TikTok and i i might i don't know if you yeah, know this you never said it on the podcast so, so what is your theory so as someone now who who has founded uh, or as co-founders of a social media startup, obviously we see how to build out back-end infrastructure and like what goes in algorithms and all that stuff. Um, but I've always been fascinated with TikTok because I remember I first kind of started to hear about it maybe two years ago ish. Like I know people started getting whenever I started getting on it, like maybe two years ago. Uh, whenever the first time around, you had it, Rick, and then some other friends that Not got even it a year ago. Yeah, some girls Google got it, go made videos, whatever. Yeah, and doing the things that everyone does on TikTok. I remember hearing about their algorithm and their, and their curated page, and I remember like seeing like, everybody that would tell me about who just got TikTok, every person had a video go viral, and, and viral being its relative, right? So not just jump up to 10 million instantly, but m- more than their followers would correlate to. So if you have a 1,000 followers and your video gets 500,000 views or uh, 200,000, so like everyone had a, a story like this. And then people would be like, okay, can I see the video? And <laughs> someone would show me their video, and I'm like, this sucks. How did this go viral? I mean, not in a bad way. Because there's, every, there's something for everyone. There's a niche for every, niche for everybody. So then anyways, I started hearing this more and more and more. And then I heard from Ricky too. And I was like, how the fuck does everyone have a video that goes viral? And I have a theory that, and it's in, it's genius if they do it. And I really believe they do. At a certain point, part of the algorithm factors in your time. And kind of one video is getting a lot of traction. And they will amplify it. Just one. They'll amplify it to like the masses. Not every single one, because maybe they amplify within your network, but one, they will do it to give you that dopamine hit, like, wow, I can get famous off this platform. Oh, interesting. Now I'm hooked. And honestly, tell me anybody who's produced maybe 10 to 15 videos on there, and one of them has not gone viral. That's an assumption. I don't know. I know maybe 10 people, so I'm making a speculation here. But this is my theory with TikTok, and I believe... I think it's genius, but I think that's why. Because imagine getting a kid that gets... A hundred thousand views, like wow, I could be the next Bieber now. Not even singing related. I like, I dance. Oh wow, I can be a backup dancer for Beyonce now. And it just, it's kind of like a, you know what I'm saying, I guess. But that's my theory with TikTok. Haven't validated it yet, but TikTok, if you're listening, it, it is let us possible. Know.
0: It is possible that they they do that. The one, the one thing that I don't know if it's true is because their algorithm is so on their curated page is so tailored to you that it's if they throw in a random video just to make it go viral, then it would takeaway from my user experience
2: i don't know how curated i opened it up this morning to check something and the tiktok video was a gender how gender uh transition works interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> have my, you ever searched that? no, <laughs> no i've never nice. searched it never spoken about See, it so. but you gotta remember
1: there's people it's not this you gotta remember something if they have a billion users now yeah so it's if, fucking so nuts. they can't send it to a billion because no one like you don't get i said it maybe a hundred thousand so yeah. there's a hundred thousand people who like Bieber And that's all that's Correlated to it And even if it's a terrible Video of a kid singing Bieber Might It, still it be, applies yeah. to that That interest Like yeah, the, the interest I, I graph Right So anyways I I, I firmly believe, not firmly believe But I, I feel like it's Makes sense And anybody out there Listening Like if you have a I guess a story Of like someone making A hundred videos And they have no Nothing went viral Let me know And I'll Reach out to Adam theory. Burchill My uh, yeah, He'll tell you He's we, the head of music For TikTok Canada oh, He'll s- tell you how to You get know what uh, Actually go. funny wow. I think
2: I know who that is Yeah he, Mark knows him I'm He's in uh, going, my new book see. club. My new book club. I'm in. Mark invited
0: me in a book club.
2: Yeah, Adam's probably in it now. Yeah,
0: he is actually in it. Cause I googled everyone in the in the group. Actually, so thanks, Mark, for inviting me. Um, for sure um, cool. One funny thing about TikTok is my algorithm is so perfect. To me, is is sh- just people wiping out. <laughs> like I love I like I feel so bad and like, I feel like a dick for saying this, but like, people eating shit like it's the best, like it's skateboarding, like, like just videos. boom. Yeah. God, yeah, I ca- the I get stuck. Best. Just
3: did <laughs> you say? I, that's all, yeah, all. all. Mine is that? So mine is that
0: sports highlights and beautiful yeah. women. Yeah. That's like my entire TikTok. And I, I love it. It's like don't, fully catered to
2: yeah. me. I don't get like I have a producer and he had a record that really went on TikTok called Crystal Dolphin which is like this Japanese sampled disco song and the video was people part of like some Avengers or are um um Avengers or uh, what's a beautiful guy with the blonde hair Thor. Thor one of those things it was like loki yeah, yeah loki turning and then they would somebody would offer him something it's done like over like 10 million recreations and yeah. 60 million plays on spotify the song was 3 years old i just don't understand why like why some shit works and i have no fucking idea yeah. Yeah. well think about um
0: uh Di sure their song with because of the skateboarding dude
1: that's when not Vi- Diane. What? That's uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac.
0: Fleetwood Mac. Sorry, Diane. Di they they could
1: have be. I older. was like, "What are you talking did, did, about?" Did, it have, be did Diane would have another yeah. big
0: song on TikTok then. Fleetwood
1: Mac is sick too. So
0: Fleetwood I, Mac, there, that song, yeah. that song, because of that video, dreams. Yeah, yeah because of that video, like it repeaked. On the billboard charts oh, yeah. again.
1: You just remember though, Fleetwood Mac, yeah, I was massive of regardless. Like, were massive. like Chain, I think is one, I, I only found out about him a couple years ago from my brother-in-law who's a big fan. He saw them play at Dodger Stadium with my sister. Cool. Um, they're sick. I didn't know anything about them. Tosk like, I, is I, a good song I, Yeah. Them. I thought they were like just old people who played guitar and stuff. <laughs> and <that. laughs> I swear Sorry. to God. Sorry, that's what I thought back in the day. Yeah. And then after walk, listen to like my, they came back, like, you gotta listen to this. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna like this. And I heard them, I was like, this is like incredible. It's one of like my summer like playlists. Like Fleetwood Mac is a, is a staple in it. Just feels like good, like going to the cottage or like just going for a drive. It's terrific. What do you guys like to listen to right now? I know your pop music. <laughs> but, like, no,
0: I, got, I, know I, also, I also got Rick Mumford. I got a lot of Mumford. Pop Smoke is in there randomly. I just found out about him like, three months ago just found out he died maybe two months ago i had no idea what
2: a roller coaster three months yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) Holy! found this great artist ah shit he's dead i uh i was like
0: i'm like googling like when's his next concert (laughs)
1: imagine shut up yeah i I literally listen to everything everything and anything depending on the mood of the day i'm in like i've used to hate country until like two years ago i listen to country now sometimes like country still sucks i uh i honestly i like specific like i like chris stapleton a lot sure um i'm just i listen a lot of soul a lot of jazz honestly classical lately in the daytime when i'm working but uh probably my f- one of my favorite artists right now Gary Clark Jr i really like he's awesome i i I've, i not even know is. i've missed him amazing he's a, yeah i would say it's like maybe like soul not even not even soul yeah. Like, yeah like rock soul, soul kind of thing he's blues, like a yeah.
2: different like a soul bluesy version of lenny Kravitz okay.
1: yeah um actually my favorite band that i just recently found out found that i wanted to watch I was supposed to see it 2 years ago is uh Greta Van Fleet Greta Van Vliet? Fleet. Yeah, Fleet. I think they're sick. Very, I like I like their shtick. I saw them on Saturday Night Live and that kind of got me hooked because bro- the front man, I think it's Josh, whatever, the brother. He's like, the way his mannerisms when he sings is very odd and I just find it very mesmerizing. They know, say a cool. lot of them um, but Greta
0: Van Vliet, they're like the next mum for... N- they- Not in terms of their music Metallica No no not in terms of their music But the way they came up It's like Very quiet They didn't have a big thing Then they had that one album That did really well They started touring Smaller stages Very grassroots Yeah They could have They could have played Massive stages But they didn't From like Kalamazoo Michigan Or something So my cousin Dario He actually told me about them He's like Rick I need tickets to this concert I was like I have no idea Who you're even talking about They're like They're playing Echo Beach and I was like, sure, man. I bought him tickets for his birthday, whatever. And then they did back to back shows there. Mm-hmm. It's like, usually, if you're doing back to back at Echo Beach, you're probably big enough to play the ACC
1: or Molson yeah. Amphitheater. Yeah, maybe Molson. I don't know. Right? Molson
2: Amphitheater and ACC seat the
0: same. Yeah. Right. Oh, they do? No, I think Mo- I Molson's that's 13. That's no. 13. No, Roger Center. Molson's 13. ACC's 24. No. Depending I think on like the, the stage.
1: Molson, you can. I mean, Max Amphitheater, you can fit Bigger. At Scotiabank. Oh, really? Nineteen five. Yeah. Can I run to the washroom and then come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you great. know
0: where it is. You know where it is. Yeah. Down the hall. I'll figure it out. Um. Yeah. Down there and turn it off. So I think Echo Beach is seven. I thought Molson's thirteen or fourteen, and then I ACC's twenty I've or something. Yeah, it's like nineteen five. Yeah, it's give, a give or take. Yeah. So, Greta Van Vliet played that. Played Echo Beach back to back days. My cousin went. Never heard of them. Then they did the Jimmy Kimmels. They did that in the the, the night circuit. The night run. Like the do, they do they do all the the nighttime shows. They call it something. I don't oh, know the late night shows. Yeah, but they have there's yeah. like a circuit. They, the yeah, yeah. Late night. They
1: circuit. are uh, they're really. And then talented. they got
0: nominated for a bunch of Grammys, didn't they?
1: Or a I couple? don't remember. I don't follow the news. Oh yeah, I don't much. either. My cousin. That's they are was. they're sick. I tried to go get tickets to go to Echo Beach, and they went up so fast in price. I was like, yeah, I'm not paying this much.
0: If you could see one artist tomorrow, who would it be? Gary
1: Clark Jr. Really? Yeah, I really want. I've been dying to see him. Like I. I so I think he's in Texas. I saw him on Joe Rogan not re- like I didn't listen to it, but I saw he was on recently. I listened to a bit of it, and I think he's in Austin now, and something just reflection. sorry, um to like Andreas's point, one thing I really want to do is uh is go to Austin because I want I feel like it's like a lot like Nashville similarly I, w- I would guess, and like I want to see someone playing like a bar there or like whatever. So if I could see one person right now, for sure, I'd say it's uh probably Gary Clark's been waiting for a long time to see him. How about you?
0: post Malone. No questions asked 100 percent. Like, I, I watch the same three concerts of Post Malone twice to three times a week. See, you don't get bored? No, I get in my condo. I, I light my candles. So I got two candles I light every time I walk in. <laughs> I go straight to YouTube. I start with Governor's Ball. Then I go to the Bud Light uh, Seltzer New Year's Eve yeah. set.
1: Then I go to the next one. That's so interesting. We're very, very Every different single that
0: way. for the last month.
1: See, I, I come home and I put, like, it's, I'll put, honestly, the only music I listen to when I'm home is I'll put classical or jazz. Literally, the one classical essentials on Spotify is my probably my go to playlist. It's so nice, um, and I like I don't watch concert Maybe I should start doing that. I'll give it I, a try. I love
0: watching concerts. I think it just because it gives me that, that hit of dopamine where it's like I feel like the world isn't in a lockdown right now, and I'm sometimes the good ones. You feel like you're there, yeah. So Andreas, you missed it. We were just talking Sorry. about if there was, let's say, I'm COVID's bad. over tomorrow, you could see one person live. Ooh. So he said, Gary. Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, because mm. I've been
1: I've just been missing. Yeah. That'd be a great concert. almost had a chance to see him like four times, mm. and actually he was supposed to play Scotia, uh, Bud stage with I think the Black Keys, maybe I could be misremembering, but it was last June and it got canceled. We bought tickets, me and my sister.
0: Guess my I think it was Black got Black lost. Keys. I had four <laughs>
1: tickets. I didn't, appreciate that. I had four tickets. I didn't invite anybody yet because the thing was going to get canceled. So I bought them in like February or January for June. It got canceled. I, that would have been that's the third time I've been almost to see him and. Yeah. Had no uh Alexa.
0: Rufus would be another one for yeah, me, actually. I've watched a lot of Rufus over the last year. The same again, the, the Joshua Tree set. Yeah. That in my opinion is probably the best set that was released over COVID.
2: Um, like production, ever the vibe, everything. Okay. <laughs> but you. Uh, well, okay, so uh I'm sad I was never able to see Daft Punk. Oh yeah. Um Best one of the best shows I've ever been to were Gorillas. Um, when 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 did you see them? Uh, when uh, couple, I feel like they haven't come out with new music in forever. They just put it on an album. Did they? Yeah, Grills and Chili Peppers are my two favorite acts. Oh, Chili Peppers sick. are sick. Yeah, I've seen. They're the act I've seen the most. Next to Post Malone now. They're literally
0: one of one of my two that I have remaining. that I haven't seen on my bucket list. Oh, I've seen them, them and s- you too. Since California
2: Cation, I've seen them every time. They're amazing. Wow. Um, but I heard when they came here, it was just a massive hot box. Yeah. At the ACC, it's a good time. I would probably Carrie Clark Jr. would be good. Um. Um that's like a good performance. That's the problem with COVID like uh, d- when you g- I hope artists are prac like doing rehearsals and the l- doing the live shows because they're getting their chops. Like did you watch the Bieber thing like like New Year's one? Yeah, like no. he forgot lyrics and like people are really rusty doing shows really? they haven't done it in so long. And like I can see it you know some of these artists that you know blow up on TikTok and shit like that have their moments they're probably i would not go see them live because they're probably terrible live um and i just hope that artists now are you know practicing their live performance because they're going to be so rusty when they come back possibly yeah 100
1: and i think not every great artist is a great performer that's very true I don't yeah. think Bieber's a shout good out to, performer. Shout out to Future, like the worst. Oh, I think I yeah. I love his music. I watching him play live was one of the worst things I have ever seen. Yeah, I work in a Which lot time? of rap. I would never go to rap. Sh- I don't really go to rap shows. Well, what? No, sorry, who did we see guy. on that show? Me, that was Migos. Also, <laughs> what show are you talking for the about? record. I just sorry, hang on a second. I also just like maybe very few months ago realized why Migos is called Migos. I have no idea. Three amigos. Oh,
2: nice. Three
1: amigos. I actually heard it on the from a no podcast. Idea probably shouldn't mention which one is. i think it's taken down but anyways um yeah three amigos did not know and then that. just take I off didn't. the a hey, amigos i um <laughs> i be- I think that's why i was a guess i think someone put out there i've
0: seen future three times now the first time was at <laughs> okay okay he was an hour late for an hour and a half set oh yeah shut up an hour late and the worst part is so yeah, yeah. sorry maybe <laughs> that <rap live> time, <laughs> maybe he wasn't an hour late dj echo or whatever his dj's name is yeah. came oh. on 40 minutes into the set Played for 20 minutes and then future came out for a 30 minute set. I remember thinking, I can't believe it. and this is the last I've been in this Perrier tent for the <laughs> last five hours. I gotta go see Future. Sun setting, the vibes done here. I yo, I got my pictures with this little apron with the little wee wee. I'm ready to rock and roll. Go see future, stand there. And you know when you got a good spot, you you don't want to leave. Of course. My beer's warm, done, cheesed. Future's late. Okay, DJ Echo comes out. Okay, maybe play one song. He runs around with his little monkey knapsack, you know, the one he carries around, and his stupid hair and like whatever. Okay, one song, two songs. Okay, now we're 20 minutes later. Future comes out. Oh, uh, it. Oh, uh. I'm like, yeah, yeah.
2: you're your own hype man.
1: That's all he does. Who, they just up
2: the, A lot of time they wrap the ad libs. J. Cole...
1: Oh, um, no, um, amazing. J. Cole's great, yeah. Because
2: they rap like, J- like yeah. Jay Z. Same thing. Yeah. Kendrick Kanye was really good when I saw him shout at Mark Russell.
1: Shout at Mark Russell. Did you see J. Cole here? Yeah. When he played the middle stage? The round? No. Oh. I saw him
2: with uh, Thug
1: at uh, Scotiabank.
2: It was maybe three years ago?
1: Yeah. He played the, the stage in the middle of the, of the arena. Oh, it was no. not after four still. Drive. It was after For your, uh, your Eyes Only or For Your Eyes Only.
2: Maybe that was the same show.
1: Yeah. He came out like as a prison he came out with handcuffs yeah in yeah. a jumpsuit so good he, he's so good that show i saw the uh, two days before i left on my trip when I went to lollapalooza he, i thought i think he's one of the best probably the best rapper i've ever, I've ever seen live i've not seen many
2: and, he, and he's a really genuinely nice dude so two years ago when they did the return of the dreamers album they did this writing camp in atlanta so um through somebody somebody i got one of the producers that i work with in. so it was like told my boss hey i'm gonna go or i'm gonna fly him down to atlanta we're gonna go down to these sessions it's like all the dreamville artists all these producers maybe 40 producers and then me i'm you know there's probably other industry there was other industry people but mostly in their camp and crew and then there's like me probably the only white guy there plus the photographer who's white and like we were just there like the milwaukee bucks came through and all the random i guess they're playing the hawks and like, I was standing in the kitchen eating while there's sessions going on. There's six studios, and he like walks in and he's like, Hey, what's going on? Like, asking me, like, How's doing? What I was, like, Who are you? All this stuff. Nicest guy. He's very he's, tall, too. Oh, yeah. he's basketball player. Yeah. yeah, everybody's tall for me. Isn't he 6'4? Yeah. 6'6? <laughs> six, six he's a good basketball player. Right? Yeah. You seen
0: him dunk at the, at the All Star game a couple years ago? Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: attended Kumbo, like, I could lie down and he could pick me up by my head and my heels. His wingspan is so fucking larger than life when you're like he side by side with,
1: Yeah, the whole uh Bucks team oh, came. Oh, that's sick. Shout out shout out to Tendakum, my yeah. Greek brother. Yeah, yeah, that's right, baby. Let's he's go. Sick. I wanted but to, that's J. Cole's one guy I'd like to he's sit so, down with. He's he so seems good. very put him on the list. I don't don't know, we'll like reach maybe there's an assumption based on his persona, but he seems like someone who does he seems like an artist who does things because he's passionate about what he does and yeah. the fame hasn't got to him because I remember when I watched him play um, and I thought this was amazing, For the 4 years eyes only uh, show, concert. He came out, did his first song and that third stop, he goes, just so you all know, to the whole arena, is like, I'm playing the entire album. He goes, I know that some artists play the highlights because I'm playing start to finish. If you don't like a song, go to the washroom. I'm not. Just, I'm playing the whole album. He did that and then he played his bangers at the end yeah, yeah. from like 4 so Drive. Like, oh, man... It was one of the best performances I've yeah, been, still this day ever seen.
2: He's it. so good. It's yeah. the same. Uh, that was the same tour which uh, Thug opened. Uh, yeah,
1: before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's your that's your favorite performance. You've said that
1: probably. Yeah, I really. Lo- I just. I think he's dope. I think his music is. I think he's super talented. Who's the best artist
2: you've ever seen perform live? Um, hmm. Uh, Gorillas were good. Chili Peppers California Cation tour. I think I was in high school. That was really good because John Frusciante was still in the band. Um, my first concert ever was, I'm answering, um, you're asking, I'm
1: answering. Don't worry, just keep going. Uh, Blink-182,
2: uh, Take Your Pants Off and Jacket. I was 10 years old, saw them. That was my first concert <laughs> ever. That was a fantastic day.
1: I used to love them. I used to play drums back in the day, so I wanted to be like Travis Barker. But yeah, I think, uh,
2: probably. i so many questions right now. The Chili Peppers are probably, peppers?
1: Oh, or yeah, probably. That was like the best show.
0: First concert you ever went to? Uh, oh, yeah. Britney
1: Spears. No, Backstreet Boys. Nice. Backstreet Boys at Skydome. My aunt took my aunt took me and my sister. Same. Mine's yeah. the exact same
0: answer. Backstreet Boys. I
1: don't. Know, I, I never went to Britney Spears. I don't think. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I had a crush on her as a kid. I think we all did. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. Not my always. Um, Backstreet. Um, 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 think we went to. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Sorry. On that note, did you? Because I mean, you clearly wanted to do music for or be in a music capacity for your entire life. I'm guessing. Did you? Not really. No.
2: No, I used to say I wanted to be an international um be an international business.
1: I don't know what that was <laughs> really?
2: and then, did you want to travel with a suit and a suitcase uh, yeah, pretty much and then I've always said that i wanted when I decided to do music, I wanted like music to allow me to travel and then like the first business trip I ever went to was l a um and I was like, I fucking made it like this is everything, and now like airplanes are fortunate. I'm very fortunate, but like airplanes be very very normal, yeah. yeah
1: that's cool i love yeah i able to travel and do that and do it's like the exactly.
2: best it's one of the best you asked me before it's like what my favorite part of the job is is traveling i've
1: figured it out yeah and i i don't know about you but i personally like some people i guess the traveling aspect don't love the planes aspect don't love being in hotel rooms i, I love the whole love thing it. the experience of being in the airport i go early Me too like i have nexus and i still will go Same. early and just like walk around the airport i just the idea I just of being fucking in,
2: blasted at the airport yeah, oh yeah they sit in the Plaza Premium Lounge and just, no, just,
1: re- just crush. Blast, <laughs> For me, I, I don't love <laughs> just hanging
0: out in the airport, but I love the hotel. Like my condo in downtown, I got white sheets, a big white duvet, big white everything. To mimic a hotel? Yeah. yeah I love hotels. Cool. I love like, hotel You know the bets. big fluffy pillows, yeah. the big fluffy blankets? Yeah. That's what I love. Yeah. But before that, because I'm going to forget this, and I've been waiting like a good 20 minutes to ask this. Go. Who's one artist, or maybe a couple, Canadian artists that you think are you know the next... The next big thing. Obviously, you've probably like searched through online the Reddits, the Twitters to find these artists. Who do you think is the next big one? Or have you signed any recently that you think are you know gonna take off?
2: Shadow Clinton Kane. Um where is he from? He's a mixed a group? bag. He's one guy. Okay. He's he looks Filipino, has an Australian af- uh, accent. He's lived in like eighty Airbnbs in three years. He doesn't really have a home. Jeez. Is he Canadian No. No. He's like a Filipino, Norwegian, Australian.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy. Wow.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um Okay, so some Canadians that you think are on the rise.
3: Hmm.
0: The only reason I ask like we had like Jade Eagleson, country singer, but he just got nominated for Country Album of the Year. We have Owen Barney again, another country artist who got nominated for something. We've had a lot of like Juno nominated
2: artists. Barney? But I just want to know who who do you think is the next No, no, good. The next artist to break out of Canada? Um sh- Mm. i i would say Jesse still hasn't broken reyes yeah um, she's fantastic um, I would like Daniel Caesar to go back to putting up music we well, had uh, the club with the beebs, right yeah Peaches? but That's like, like original music oh
1: he put that he's on that yeah him He and played sub- a bang. show like, on he's he, amazing the last I heard daniels- p- playing a show. Was that like uh, Danforth Music Hall or something? Hmm. Is that, like, has he performed much since? I, I, don't, I don't, I haven't know. heard I didn't know, him. I don't know much about him, to be um, honest. I Jay, think, get him on. Okay. Daniel? <laughs>
2: yeah, I'll give you his management's email. There we go. Bleep oh, that out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, to be completely honest. Um, we've had, like, we have a lot of great artists that are fantastic for Canada and putting out amazing music. Do they have the potential to break out of Canada? Maybe cut this out of it? Um, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Um, no, but it's it's, it's a different ball game, right? Like, yeah,
2: like you know, we've seen Curtis Waters have a great hit, and that that's crossed over, and people like it in America. You know, we saw Baby No Money from Vancouver have a great Johnny hit. Johnny, too. Um, and then we've had, um yeah, yeah, please, and then we had like you know, Baby No Money have his hit with La, La La La, that's crossed over. Um, I think you know, some of you had on Johnny Orlando has a you know a tough path to follow but he can do it yep um there's just like a lot of very interesting music we have a lot of like rap and r&b in toronto that i don't think we'll ever cross over but it's going to do really great here oh. um six bugs are six buzz artists <clears throat> yeah like they'll stay canadian in toronto um there's an artist from montreal named skyfall he's got one song out but it's i think he's really good there's an artist from winnipeg called why send fab or like more or less american you know duplicates that are really good um i don't know that's sorry i wish question. i could i wish i could answer the question better um you know i thought alan raymond was going to be the one to pop but i don't know they also managed an artist named ruby waters who's got a really amazing voice and she's really cool um we'll see like josiah she had a tiktok hit jessia whatever and uh she had a got a big american deal we'll see um i thought bulo was gonna pop you Who's know that? i have bulo? bulo bulo b-u-l-o-w but it has like the thing over the o she's great yeah, thing over yeah the so o, i, like I, I wish it. i
0: could answer the question better do you know what i used to All love right. actually canadian the, artists there's that, just a lot yeah. that i don't think ever fully transitioned i'll talk to you guys to offline american. about my thoughts cool um do you remember lights of course i loved the lights growing up like she's i, was like, loved, I saw her with dead with mouse her. in la last year but she never really transitioned over
2: not really but she i saw her perform with L, when dead mouse did like five shows at palladium in la and <coughs> I, I was there and so i went to the show with his like his team and stuff like that she was fantastic yeah, she's great i saw her at uh, cowboys ranch of london. course
1: cowboys that's christian's place yeah wow man i miss london
2: um you know, it's the era of, like, you know, you guys promoting and putting on all the shows is, like, you know, the golden era of oh, like, yeah. of EDM. It was, like, the bubble bursting.
1: That's what was crazy. Like, we got, I mean, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this. Personally, that's why when I was, I knew I wasn't going to do it forever. I also don't think I was super talented with producing music, but I just knew that I'd had my run. Uh, but i th- was super fortunate i guess lucky and just timing wise that like when we came up through it it was like a vg bromance just dropped in like second year and like the edm rise came and like it was the, amount the amount bubble of, burst thing, yeah. yeah the amount of people that came through london when we were there it was every friday it, every friday there was an international yeah. act you guys
2: did yeah that's crazy. when thomas gold was fucking up yeah here. i haven't heard it from him ever I, no is, it's just agora
1: that uh-huh. song agora, agora? yeah fucking but, like banger. i was thinking
2: about the other day like um, what happened to like? I feel bad for like, remember, like the Dutch crew, like Dyro and all those guys that were around Hardwell and all those right. guys, what, Tim so,
1: Mason, manufactured yeah. superstars. What about them? um, uh-huh. s-
2: their Steve Angelo's Vangeli, brother, Anton. Data Life on
0: Data Life? Da- yeah, what Imagine, to Data it it just, One of the guys got sick, that's oh, why Data no. Life stopped oh. touring because Data Life actually kept going because they did the pillow party, pillow fight parties so they would give out literally
1: like it was like there's a it was like stick yeah. they would Yeah, do. but they yeah, would
0: yeah. do they were playing massive maybe not massive but like government sized buildings and everyone got a pillow and it was like a massive pillow fight plus they did the inflatable bananas and that yeah. kind. they had their show It's so
1: interesting because like to us these guys were going to be the next like all of them the next avicii's or the next whatever EDM super sweeto's mafia if you ask probably anybody now who is on like the generation of like the TikTokers, yeah, let's Z. say, they have no, have idea. no clue. Yeah, I know it's a bad thing. It's just so interesting how like it's just like they've all fallen man. off the face of the earth almost. Yeah, I think a lot of them didn't see the for I didn't have foresight to see
2: the next iteration um, of what music could be. Go ahead, go ahead. Like point. look at Steve, uh, Steve Aoki, like he's built a massive brand and more yeah. things around it. He saw the foresight of what to do, right? Yeah. It just, I think, just nobody well he came what, out with like the top 40 songs too right remember well yeah freaking turbulences
0: of the world and those like songs? boneless
2: stuff records that we put out yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah, have a steve single i worked on for two years coming out soon yeah featuring Furuko. really yeah yeah. it took two it's years
1: sick fire it up mm-hmm. well, um just i just remembered another name wolfgang gardner yeah yeah Wolfgang, he's creepy produced, yeah so he's we had wolfgang
2: lucky. and dead mouse at the same time yeah and um the no, thing, you're saying you like the, like the label. The label. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what, yeah. So we had Wolfgang and Deadmau5 at the same time. And they're I've, the way that my boss puts it is that, you know, you look at both of them and they're both equally just as talented, just as good. But Deadmau5 had the helmet and yeah. Wolfgang was a little bit introverted. And that's why Deadmau5 kind of went. And I, I think Wolfgang, there's probably, you know, addiction issues and mental health issues and stuff that I don't even know about. Yeah. And stuff like that. But you know, one person had that one extra competitive advantage.
1: It's so interesting because I remember the first show I ever saw. Like he first was, EDM yeah. show was Dead Mouse at Government, like back in like first or second university on like Boxing Day.
2: I was that that show too.
1: It was. I remember seeing that. I was like, "This is what EDM is." And I was like, "I didn't really wasn't really DJ at that point. I was like kind of dabbling in it because that was I think actually that was first year. I think N- no, it must be you must be older because I was there and I'm younger than you. I'm in '91. So were you in university? Yeah, I'm in '90. Yeah, yeah. So when it was my second year, you're probably in first year, but it's, like, that's the crazy thing, too. Like, deadmau was, like, the pinnacle of, like, at the time, like, was Drake in, like, the weekend bigot? He was probably the biggest Canadian artist globally. I would, maybe. Is uh, that yeah, a We'd fair? have
0: to, we'd have, uh, uh, Bieber. Bieber at was Bieber, time, before, At that yeah. time? Bieber was before all of them.
1: Okay, well, I don't remember, but I remember just, I seeing like, deadmau was before we, Drake, though.
2: Yeah, we'd have to look at, like, one, like, Ghosts and Stuff was Dead mouse's breakout record. ish. Like, Faxing Berlin and all these great records, like, those were all the building point, but you know, ghost and stuff was when dead mouse became fucking yeah. dead And he so, was, that's what's so interesting. Right? Like, whenever that record the radio came out. and
1: it's like, at the time it's like, these don't sound like this is like not radio music. He like,
2: played Roger center.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but so who do you think is like, I, I, uh, that was a bad question. Who do you think is most responsible for the transition between EDM becoming top 40 and mainstream?
3: Well, uh, that, so you say
0: Calvin yeah, Harris, yeah. ultra records. Like oh, us? I like that
2: plug. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm not saying it in a great way as well. Like, just like us. Like, you know, Calvin came to us and being like, I want to make a great album. Like, his Girls, I think it's the album's called Girls with him and the yellow and white face with him singing. And, like, that was a fantastic.
1: Yeah, that's when he used to hold me? No? Y- no,
2: before, before that. that. It was yeah, like but, a disco we album. So you
1: think, but there's, like, guys like Calvin Harris, like David
2: Guetta's Getta, of the that world. Album, that right. album we did.
0: Avicii. Like, yeah. anybody, Levels.
2: Well Avicii I think really brought EDM to pop and we saw the peak of it when I think everybody attributes it like when Madonna came out.
0: So here because then you also have like the Tiestos too coming up with bangers but then you think like Hardwell and Armin Van Buren were two artists that were on that you know This is what I feel
1: like was a massive pop Right but you think about Armin Van Buren today. That's Van Buren right yeah.
0: But Armin Van Buren's not on the radio it's the same as like Calvin Harris or he, David Guetta are over, over here. Van has been doing
1: it a long time. Yeah. He's like a, a... Pardon?
2: Yeah, but yeah, he's like... He's them, yeah. a, he's a pioneer. A, he's a Yeah, he's a pioneer. He's a, he's a god in Amsterdam and stuff like that. Like, he started
1: with trance music, right? Yeah, yeah he, he still he does. He still is trance, yeah.
2: Yeah, like all those guys are still very big. It's beca- Like the guys who were really big were like Hardwell, Armin, stuff like that. It, all it did was just like it came... They w- went back like... Hardwell and um, Armin, they're massive in Amsterdam. I mean, in Holland. Like, you know, do you know who Headhunters is? He's yeah. a...
1: With the Z at the end?
2: Yeah, he'll do 20000 in a stadium. Really? Yeah, of fucking aggressive, hardcore music.
1: But here he wouldn't, like... It would be no I, I don't know, 50 yeah. bucks? 50 people? <laughs> yeah, if that. Yeah. It'd be like a florida concert here. <laughs> or not dan- Rida, like... Yeah, like florida yeah. Dance
2: music is a very
0: interesting Jay place, I think, like... You would yeah. go to see headhunters here. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's just in for the good time.
2: What? Not hardcore. What's the music
1: I'm looking? Hardstyle. Yeah, that's it. It's like uh, what's her name? Not Charlotte DeWitt. Wit. There's a that's girl. That's techno. No, Amelia are, Lenz another, is techno. There's another girl I always see her on like track ID blog. This Instagram account. Anyways, I can't remember. I
2: don't know if there's any female hardstyle artist. There's one
1: girl I forget her name. It uh, not not,
2: not Chloe something. I'll look at. I'm gonna watch well, Chloe Lens.
1: I gotta look something. You guys are.
0: I no, know. I was going to say this is a good point to start to uh, to wrap it up. I think sure.
1: I actually had, fuck, I had another question earlier that I forget now. Oh, I don't know if you can answer this. You can answer. Um, it.
2: I'll, I'll try.
1: What's the What's one thing that you th- that you dislike about the? I don't know about saying the music industry broadly, but is there something that you know every every industry goes through innovations and stuff gets brought forward, which are solve problems. Is there one thing that you think the music industry could do better or? doesn't do well maybe. I don't know if I'm phrasing this too broadly, but uh,
2: a lot of stuff is very cliquey. Okay. And I'm like, it's a lot of like people helping people. And then like my, some people of my counterparts, you know, you know, A&Ring with their eyes, not their ears. Um, well, oh, that's good. That's interesting. You know, like they'll see songs written by specific songwriters and will p- take that in priority without even listening. You know what I mean? Um, i think there's a lot of issues just i don't know yeah there's not a lot of Fair. like openness to take chances on things sometimes and the people that excuse me that are open to it Why i mean by taking chances i mean like working with like a new producer a new songwriter right for their artist some people are super into it and you know want to work with the hot things and then other people just want to work with the name brand producers you know what I mean? Like, I'll send Wheezy Beats, and then I'll send, like, you know, Bijan Amir, who was the first person I ever signed. And, you know, he produced Ric Flair Drip. Like, that's 800 million streams on Spotify alone. Banger. Fucking massive record. He's the first a, guy you signed? is the first thing wow. I signed, and then it came out. So, I wow. peaked real fast. And then, like, but, you know, people will just ask me for Wheezy Beats because Wheezy's one of the biggest producers in hip-hop, right? But, like, I part of my job, what I'd like is like being like, you'll get what you're going to get with these beats. You know, you're going to the wheezy records. You're, you're going to, you know what you're going to get, but like, listen to this. And that's what I enjoy about my job is being very, I'm very passionate. I everybody that I work with like hard on my sleeve. And like, um, I put their needs and wants before my own. And it's, it's fun. That's, really cool. that's like the part of the business that I really like is like passionately selling. Sorry. Cause a lot of my job is like a sales job. I'm selling records, I'm selling beats like your artist needs to cut this record because this record is going to be a fucking hit. And like, you know, putting developing people and trying building people up is like really exciting. But it's also nice when you
1: know you have the people
2: that's going to respond to your emails because you have people want to pay 50 grand for
1: one of your records. So yeah, it's a really interesting point. Um, about like people not maybe not taking the kind of risks because it seems like that as well it's kind of an adage that i think plays across different industries in general right like you know people whatever you do you want to be associated with who you think is the best because they're the best and it'll get you there but the thing is there's only one x of this there's only you know in business wise one elon musk there's one right you know wheezy beats for example there's always going to be that one guy that has super super talented that's going to come out and like Maybe more people should take risks And say okay Like let me attach myself To this person Because they're gonna come up With something different That's never been heard And and that virality happens As a result of that right It's it's the creative genius But it's something that's new Like yeah, to go to yeah. music Like when uh, When Animals came up By Martin Garrix it Sounded like someone Fucking clicking something And like this is This is a banger That was the number one song In the world I think at that time From like a EDM perspective Yeah But it was something different At the time I yeah, think yeah. at least Same with so, like Tsunami
2: right when Yeah When that Doves record came out So like When I find those people That you know, listen to me and listen, like, put their trust in me to be like, okay, I'm going to listen to your person, like, who you're pitching me so hard on. Like, you build champions for those people, and those are, like, the relationships that I personally like to work in. Like, working in rap music is fun, but I also fucking hate it sometimes because it's so fucking, I don't know, fucking, I'm getting <laughs> worked up.
1: <by laughs> it. Is it more like it's a game or a Kind of, yeah. and it's
2: a lot of bullshit, and I don't like to deal with fucking bullshit.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, but then you get to work with like great people that are really good and those are the people you work with so dealing more with people that kind of like understand the authenticity and the camaraderie and like yeah, and they get that it. trust and
2: yeah. then yeah sometimes you find people that are in the middle um it's fun
1: <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> it is i feel like there's more we can pull out but if there's some stuff you going to tell us off uh yeah yeah off air as well but, yeah, man. I appreciate a- it. Thank you, guys. Oh, no, of course. Oh, we
0: appreciate you sitting down with us, having a good time. Chat. Yeah.
2: Shout
1: out to Kingsville.
2: Um, I got to pee like a motherfucker because of you. but <laughs> you. <laughs> They Love go it. down smooth. Love good it. Too. Andreas,
0: we've got two questions we always ask every guest. Oh, okay. Yeah. The first, if there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Could be anyone from any point in time.
2: Uh, Me? Um, shit. Uh, fuck. Um...
1: I have a follow up to that which I don't. We don't normally ask, but I just thought of it. Oh,
2: I don't know.
0: Are people usually quicker at this than me? No, some, some, no. some
2: are. Some know,
0: and some don't.
2: Uh, who's like a half Greek, half Arab, good-looking guy <laughs> who's like ripped and in shape? John Stamos. No,
1: <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> Shia LaBeouf
0: would be a good actor. Yes,
1: yes,
2: uh, Shia LaBeouf. He's. Yeah. F- I hate that I just gave you that one, but thanks. Yeah. Sorry.
1: He was in that new, new movie about The Collector. He plays like. I heard his, it's terrible. It's though. so bad. He, his accent. I just saw the preview. I was like, I don't know if I can watch it. I heard it's No, it's but terrible. like
2: Honey Boy was amazing and Peanut Butter Jelly Falcon uh, he, was amazing. He's just a. He's, he's the, the best. Like, he
1: seems like a fun Did dude. Did you see The Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. Think, I thought he was legitimately fucked up, but he's doing it for the part, I think. He just knows, knows what he's doing. doing? He, it looked like he was all like a the or Cabaret. Story? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a famous story. That's a good one. Listen to The Cabaret. Type in. Uh, Shy love K- K- it's wild. Yeah, yeah,
2: Shy can do it, you know, Brad can do it. Um <laughs> you know, I think you know, Leo may get it, but I like to have more a bit more fun than he may. Yeah. Uh, um I think Charlie Day is one of my favorite comedians. Oh, so
1: he's I honestly think he's... So, maybe not underrated as it would, but like, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is the greatest
2: it, comedy of all time. Of all time. time. I feel my like, dog's name is Charlie because up. of Charlie from the show. I watched Shadow the, Caroline, who, who's my fiance, she does not know that, but that
1: is why. I know. There you go. <laughs> there you I go. Think, She's going to listen I, to this. I yeah. think that's one of... And I also think that Danny DeVito on that show... Is genius. As a, you know, like comic relief type character, like a Kramer or whatever. I actually think he might... He probably doesn't get the same attention like a Joey from Friends or a Kramer or a, um, who's on... Um, curb uh leon leon's great but danny devito on that show it's is fantastic. fucking hilarious i just i'll like youtube at night sometimes like just danny devito on sunny or charlie day on sunny they're anyways they're, if you get that comedy
2: my girlfriend my fiance hates it i oh. fucking adore it i think so it's, I, I, I personally
1: you. i love the office i today would take that over the office oh great. what's the second question sorry i want to ask i have a question but before that a follow-up if you can work with one artist right now J cole or
2: Kendrick. Would awesome. Everybody would probably tell you Drake, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I think Ken, uh, J. Cole or Kendrick, you can like dive more into the music aspect of it. Who do you think is more talented between the two
1: of them? Who? Kendrick and J. Cole. I think they're both fantastic. 1A, 1B? Yeah. Cool. Last question. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Uh,
2: if I could give one piece of advice to my younger self, uh, don't get a credit card in university. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good i think
2: everything that i did led me to where i am right now like That's moving well into london like i was in london for five years i fucked up the first two years and failed out but those two years of failing out is how you know i got to know you guys and party and build network and build my social skills and learn how to you know um communicate with people and be outgoing and social and you know i've always had a great head on my shoulder so you know being all that those two years were fundamental of what i do now you know, those two years of London, you know, hanging out with you guys is like, allows me to go in the most like high profile in the EDM space in Miami and hold my own and be fine. And walk out with friends with, you know, Dylan Francis or carnage or all these, I don't fucking know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I love it. Yeah.
1: I, I like that. Honestly, you find that a lot of people like, I was the same way. I almost failed out of first university, but, uh, yeah, it's like those things, those bumps back in the day where in the moment you're like, fuck, I'm feeling, you know, I might fall out of school or I did this mistake, that mistake. You're like, shit, could have done this better. But you don't realize the, the journey's not over, right? And it, and it kind of... Yeah, it, can, it
2: teaches you what to do. And I think it's part of our upbringing of, you know, parents and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> don't Honestly, get a credit card that's the number one yeah, thing don't get a credit love, card love that don't it's get gonna, a credit card in university it's been a good one man it's been yeah. a fun episode we appreciate yeah, you coming you. on and
0: chatting with us uh, if people want to find out more about you what you're doing how can they, where can they go how can they find you
2: uh, I don't post much on Instagram but everything I, re- I post a lot of the music that I work on on Instagram so just my name at Andreas Rizek perfect Sweet. you'll find make sure me. we Nothing share it on tiktok for you
1: no <laughs> <laughs> i tried once yeah perfect. <laughs> i deleted it uh, <laughs>
0: perfect well guys if you made it to Thank the end you. of this thanks for listening thanks for uh for being part of the pals uh don't forget to like subscribe share follow andreas follow your pals and other than that signing off until next time p- pals
1: Wow, good one Rick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye gotta low No one thing You're not alright. I'm not alright. Thank you.